In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck. I don't know if you can hear me. I've got a bad stream. Uh, Robin, are you on the air? I am. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> but I don't know. We seem to be having some technical issues today. Ooh, lots of echoes. And I don't know. Maybe we're on the ocean today. Let's just think we're on a yacht somewhere. <laughs> I think so. I think so. It's, it's um. You know, it's a great day, though, because we have so many uh, wonderful guests today, Rob. We've got Autumn Arnold, and she's a wellness coach, and she's going to help us as moms and parents of service members to keep fit over the summer. Uh, then we are going to welcome Marcella Stretch, and she's so much fun. She's she's the head of this group called uh, PODS, Parents of Deployed Service Members. So if you haven't checked out that group it's really active. It's a lot of fun. Aren't they a hoot, Rob? Oh, my gosh. I am loving being a part of this group on Facebook so much. These people are just wonderful and talk about a friend right nearby when you need one. They are there for everyone. So we're so delighted to have them part of our, our listenership. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And then we're going to bring Joyce Faulkner on. And Joyce has been on as a regular with her uh, writing segments. She's the president of Military Writers Society of America. And um, she's going to talk about her book, which I think is really exciting. So she's coming on as an author, not as a uh, president of an organization. And uh, she's going to talk about what it was like to write her book. And her book is called Wind Shift, and it's coming out this year. I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. This is exciting. Did you see that um, Operation Gratitude, Rob, is sending out their 800,000th box this year? I did see that email. That's so exciting. I mean, talk about a group that's right out there. Oh, my gosh. Well, and they do such a good job, you know, in these care packages, there's everything from, you know, Halloween candy to uh, little books, there's magazines, there's uh, stuff from the states that people donate, mostly companies, um, but they're just such a great uplifting thing that are done for the troops. And if you are a parent of a service member listening uh, today, you can go to Operation Gratitude and you can request a care package be sent to your 
son or daughter or loved one. And um, that's how Carolyn Blaschek took her small little operation that started in the basement of her house and has grown to 800,000 units sent to the troops this year so far. That's really wonderful. Um, And I know I have an echo, so I'm going to have to probably uh, have Sabrina recall me. But let's make sure that we put the website out there, San, while I'm in the midst of my... um, In the midst of my echoey uh, change here. Sure, sure. It's operationgratitude.com, and you can go on there, and you can see all the good work that they do and uh, pictures. I've actually gone there and packed boxes a few times. It's a lot of fun. You have everybody from all walks of life. Some people fly in from around the country just to pack the boxes with um and it's really fun because a lot of times the people who are older the elderly people or the people in wheelchairs who want to volunteer they will actually sit at a long table and they will uh do the hand addressing of each one of these packages and they're really just you know it's like those five dollar white boxes that you see in the post office and they fill them with all sorts of goodies and the thing that i loved the most was reading the handwritten notes uh from the kids that Operation Gratitude collects. And, you know, these notes are so funny. Uh, The kids are hilarious. They draw pictures. And these are put in, um, these are put in these care packages. So there's a personal touch to them, too. And I love that they're hand addressed. Um, I think it creates a warmth. And it's really amazing when you see all these boxes, they reminded me of the, you know, of like Arlington Cemetery, because there's just, there's so many of these white boxes, and they're all going to an individual that are touched by these uh, children's letters and they're touched by the Halloween candy and the, you know, coffee packets and the little books that are on there. Um, It's really a lot of fun. Oh, it really is, Sandra. Um, I know that they have some um, assembly workshops coming up. Do you know when the next one is? Well, if you're in the Los Angeles area, it's helpful to check the website because they do change their schedule frequently. Um, Last time I went, I was on a week that wasn't initially scheduled. So you want to see if, um, you know, there's something in when you're in the Los Angeles area. If you're not, you can send in your child's homework, their artwork, just put a little note on it or have your child put a little note on it. You can send scarves. They're always looking for scarves. Um, The dimensions are on um, the dimensions are on the uh, website. I'm not sure what they are, but um, they can be made of fleece. They can be knitted. You know, anything handmade from home is always appreciated. And I think it's really important to take a look at that list that's in there on the website because there are so many unique things. It could be chapstick. It could be powder, baby powder. It could be uh, stamps. For, the, for them to be sending things home. There's so many little things like that that um, the guys and gals over there just appreciate so much. They do. They do. I'm having some technical difficulties over here, guys. I know there's an echo. I can't <laughs> we see you. Quite huh? figure out where and why. So. Yeah, well, I've got it too. So I'm just going to be working away over here. So trying to get a clear signal. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And you know, Rob, we did a great job this weekend testing the Army cookbook. 
Oh, tell me. We're gonna, we've got about three minutes, I think, before break. Well, you know, we had uh, some test cooks come over. We had a group of uh, kids that came and volunteered to eat the food. So that was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, it just made it so great that we could test these recipes. We could eat them. We could enjoy it. Um, we had some military uh, family members present. And it just was a really, really great uh, day. We cooked for about four and a half, five hours. I gotta say, cooking with somebody else is always more fun. <laughs> it is. It when is. I'm it's so standing much alone fun. in the kitchen, I'm just like, you know, oh, okay, this is grueling. But boy, when you got someone to cook with, that's great. It is. It's a lot more fun than uh, than what now, in the past. Did you cook things that you would probably not have cooked um, before you you saw these recipes? Yeah, the pumpkin pie. The pumpkin pie in a jar. That one I don't think I would have ever dreamed up in my lifetime. Oh, cool. And is that just like all the ingredients and then you just wear the destination, um, then they just assemble it? Is that what it what happens? Um, no, what you do is you actually make the pumpkin pie mix like you would, you know, in a bowl. Now I didn't put a crust yeah. in it cause my kids don't like crust, but you could actually uh-huh. bake the crust in the bottom of a ball jar. Just one of your typical canning jars. Yeah. And then you yeah. put your pumpkin pie mix in and then you sit it in. Like I used a brownie pan and I put my jars in a brownie pan in case they spilled over. Cause I thought they'd expand, but sure. they actually shrunk. Oh, my and, uh, yeah. So it was really great because it left about a quarter of an inch from the top of the jar and I was able to put whipped cream in there. And then you I put was the little say, the room for the whipped cream. <laughs> oh, you got to have the whipped cream. And I put little chocolate shavings on top and cinnamon made it all look pretty. But then when I smashed the jar lid on it, ruined it. But um, <laughs> it worked and we figured out we could do apple pie, cherry pie, rhubarb pie, uh, pumpkin pie and pecan pie were the ones that we tested. Ooh, and I'm sure once you do it once, then it's it's um, all kinds of uh, y- y- it brings you to all kinds of different ideas. Is what I'm trying to spit out um, because once you try it one way, then you can say, "Ooh, let me try it with this," or "Ooh, let me add that." Or well, that yeah, kind of- and it's fun because you know the kids loved it. They had I used the little jam jars. I didn't use the great big jar, big ball jars. I used those tinier yeah. ones, so they were perfect pre-measured serving, but they were so fun because the kids came up and they each got, of course, they got a glass jar. So I'm like, don't drop it on the tile. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was a, it was a great presentation and it, it really, you know, you could put a couple of these in a, in a box, you know, with muffins or, you know, you could obviously Neat. ship them. Um, yeah. But it was really fun because they're coming these little containers, and I've never seen it before. I know a lot of deployment families have told me they send their loved ones, you know, pies in a jar like this. I had never done it. It was it was really cool, and we were all like peeking in the oven. <laughs> That's so neat. And once it's in the jar, you don't need to refrigerate it. Well, I refrigerated it. I know you yeah. can then can it, you know, and I'm not a uh, good yeah. canner. Um, yeah. You have to follow the same procedures that you would with canning. So I would not mm-hmm. follow me. I would go on to like Pillsbury.com and follow their recipe so you don't kill someone accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but and I think that's just wonderful. And I, I know that we're really anxious for this Go Army Homes cookbook to be out because everybody is going to want to get a copy of it. It's just going to be exciting as can be. I, I'm excited. Well, I, I, 
I peruse you know? the recipes. I think they're wonderful. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Well, on the other side of the break, Sam, we're going to meet Autumn. Um, and I'm, all of a sudden, I realize that I don't have her last name in front of me. Oh, Arnold, Arnold, I believe. Arnold. Arnold. Autumn Arnold. She's a fitness coach and she speaks from experience. She has been one to have been in less healthy shape and is now in great healthy shape. So some of the things that have helped her along the way uh, are going to certainly help every one of us. We look forward to meeting Autumn on the other side of the break here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Don't go away. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millett, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd with Military Mom Talk Radio, and we want to put a special shout-out to PODS, the parents of deployed service members, for the love, the warm welcome they've showed us, and all the activity that we have seen because of them. They're a really active Facebook group, aren't they, Rob? They, they really are, and we're just so excited to get to know more of them. So by all yeah. means, keep uh, uh, keep tuning in and and, uh, saying hi. We love meeting all of you. It is. It's been a lot of fun. You know, and I think that's the thing, Rob, that I love the most between the Army Cookbook, between Military Mom Talk Radio, and then is, you know, meeting all these groups. And when we had the cooking, uh, the test kitchen set up yesterday for the Military Mom, or I'm sorry, for the Army Cookbook, um, it was interesting to me because the moms were all talking about the same thing, about how hard it is for those who have school-aged children, how hard it is for parents to juggle the summer months. And Mm -hmm. one of my friends was uh, in from Taiwan and she was talking about how hard it is with her son um, that when he's overseas, she's depressed, she's nervous. One of my deployment wives told me the same thing and they don't want to work out. They don't want to take care of themselves. And, you know, it's hard enough as a mom to take care of yourself. It's hard enough, mm-hmm. I guess, as a person, then a mom, then when your partner's overseas, you know, you're essentially a single mom, for lack of a better word. But when you're a mom or a parent of a service member overseas and you're, you're scared, you're nervous, it's really hard to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why, you know, we brought Autumn Arnold on today. She's a fitness coach. She's a wellness coach. And she's a single mother of two kids. And she has recently... um excelled at a weight loss. I ran into her in Staples of all places. I didn't recognize mm-hmm. her. I thought she looked so fabulous. And um, I wanted to know how she did it because she did get divorced recently. She does have a lot on her plate. She does support herself. You know, these are challenges that are typical of all of us. I want to mm. know how she did it. So we brought Autumn Arnold on today to talk to her. Welcome, Autumn. Hi, how are Hi, you Autumn. today? <laughs> How is that? Can you live up to your intro? I think I certainly can. Oh, I hope so. I think so. I got to tell you, when I ran into you in Staples, I just, I was blown away at how fabulous you looked. Not only did you look fit and healthy, uh, but you looked happy. And so, you know, I see a lot of skinny girls, but they can be skinny fat. They can be skinny and, you know, not happy. You seem to have the whole well-rounded thing going. I was really proud of you. I was really happy to see that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Okay. So what's the secret? Uh, Patience. (laughs) <laughs> you know, people Patience? are always wanting a, a quick fix, and, you know, it comes on in 15, 20, 30 years, and then they expect it to come off in six months. And I think that's where a lot of people get really, really discouraged with, you know, weight loss and getting results, and then they kind of just fall off the wagon when it doesn't come fast. So, yeah, you know, I would I, say I do that. Yeah, a lot of people do. And, um, you know, a lot of people have imbalances going on in the body that need to be adjusted. But, you know, if you can just get to an active lifestyle, even if it's two or three times a week, that would really help. 
Well, and Autumn, you know, I've been been working hard at my body since my divorce. You know, I've lost 40 pounds. Um, I've tried to change my body shape as much as I can. Uh, but I got to tell you, I'm struggling a little bit this summer because my kids are not in school. And I had a nice routine going. I would get up at like five in the morning. I'd work for a couple hours. I would get my kids up at seven o'clock, get them to school by eight o'clock. Then I could go to the park. I, I can't I don't have the money or the time to go to a traditional gym anymore, but I'd go to the park and I would walk for an hour or I would jog or I would just, you know, move. And now I don't seem to be able to get it together, like what to do with my kids. Well, you know, that's a lot of, uh, that's a problem a lot of people are coming across right now. And um, quite honestly, you get better results and stay more consistent when you have something as simple as an accountability partner or partners. Where I know out here and even across the world, um, the mommy and me or the family fit camps are spreading like wildfire. Where they're just getting a few moms together where, you know, they're going to meet at a certain time on a certain day, two to three times a week, and work, work out together. Whether that's walking or doing different activities. Um, and the kids are actually involved with those activities. So what do you do with your kids? Like, do I bring them to the park with me, invite a couple friends, and then the kids play and we walk? Is, I mean, I'm, you got to kind of paint me a picture. Sure, absolutely. Well, what we do is we get together, a few of us, and um, we actually did up a flyer. And we went out and posted some flyers all over to see what moms would be interested in coming and joining us. And we, we kind of labeled it at Family Fit Club so the kids are engaged in the exercise with us. And it's free. You don't have to pay to do this, right? This isn't a pay thing. Because if I could afford to pay for this, I would pay for childcare and go go by myself. Right. Yeah. Well, I think every mom really wants to work out by themselves. But, you know, I've been a single mom for six years. And um, I split from their dad when I was six months pregnant with my youngest. And she's five and a half now. So, you know, getting them involved in the in the physical activities, because kids need a lot more exercise nowadays, too, because there's just so many video games and all that stuff. So to get them involved and to meet other people and get moms, and it's just really fantastic way to meet more people and get a huge support system going for yourself. Well, and that's, you know, when you talk about the kids, um, you know, not getting enough, uh, not getting enough exercise, I know we have some recesses at our school, but the gym class is like on Thursday. And I'm like, I was like, are you kidding me? You know, Thursday, (laughs) you get one gym class a week. Um, You know, these are kids are going to be like, you know, 9,000 pounds by the time they're in high school because, and I'm not going to, you know, disrespect my school district, but you know, and I'm not a nutritionist, but I can look at the school menu and go cheese sticks, pizza fries, um, you know, pizza, hot dogs. These are all really high fat, high calorie. And even though my school puts a salad bar up, I know my kids, they're not going to go pick a tomato and a cucumber, (laughs) you know, and and as opposed to cheese sticks dipped in sauce. Right. Well, you know, Back before, it wasn't such a big deal to have all these foods because I can remember in school having these foods, and I, was, I wasn't really overweight younger. But the problem has come from the lack of activity. So, you know, to get these family fit camps going and get everybody together in a group activity. In fact, in our family fit camp, we started with about five people, and now we have about 30, and it's more than half kids. 
Wow. And you guys just meet, do you like bring a soccer ball or do you, you know, do you have planned activities? I'm, you know, I I like to know how something looks like, you know, what it, so then I, when I do it, I don't have to stand there going, okay, it's family fit camp. Anybody got any good ideas? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have um, some ideas, you know, it's really good to work on your core. So we start with some heel walks and toe walks and we do lunges But we also do, you know, a walk around um, the park first, you know, fast, brisk, and the kids always like to race and see who can get to the next spot faster. So, um, you know, there's different things that you can do. It really doesn't matter as long as you're out there doing it. You can even get some ideas off of online or they can contact me and I can give them some ideas as well. Um, you know, I also work with a gentleman that um, is a personal trainer. He comes out and helps us on occasion, so he kind of guides us through, you know, different activities and switches up our routine. So it's really nice to have. Is you know, this Chris coming in? Yeah. So Chris, and Chris is cool. Chris is like a cool looking guy. I've never met him in person. We're going to bring him on the show so he can help guide us in this because one of the things, you know, and I want to thank you, Autumn, for coming on the show today because, you know, we're going to bring you back. We're going to do some of these fitness ideas each uh, month because it is really hard, you guys. It's hard. You know, I, I did really good last week, Autumn. I got up and I was, I did my hour workout, you know, whether the kids were here or, you know, sick or not. You know, I made it, but it was really, really tough. He was out cold till 9.30, and there was just... You know, I couldn't wake him up. And as a mom, I can't go, get out of bed. I need to work out. Get out of bed. (laughs) You know what I was just going to say, girls, is the fact that when you're, as your kids get a little bit older, it does become more fun because then you can start doing baseball games or you can do relay races or you could do, you could do, um, uh, obstacle courses. The older they get, the more physical they can, or the more they can keep up with you, and then the more you can be having fun with them. Which is what I used to have so much fun with my kids when they were that kind of age. Well, and I learned that fact the hard way, Robin. When I took my kids on that, remember that five mile hike I took the kids into Placerita yeah, Canyon. That's yep. hard. Coming out, I carried my four-year-old for almost five miles. I'm surprised. That's the problem, yeah. You know, because he was having a great time, and he ran, 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 and then he sat down. He was like my my one dog that refused to move after a point, and he just wouldn't walk anymore. He's like, I don't want to walk anymore. And I'm looking at the trail going, oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. I, at one point, I was carrying my t- my four year old on my back, you know, piggyback, and then I was dragging my seven year old who was just dragging his feet. Mom, I don't want to do this, and there was nothing I we could know do. It. Yeah, we get and the occasional few like that at the fit club as well, and they typically kind of just gravitate towards each other and kind of just entertain each other while we finish working out and you know doing what we need to do. So my son being one of them too. So, you know, it's it's not about making them do it because then it's not going to be fun for them either. But, you know, if you just get these groups together and and that just allows them to, the moms to meet more people, especially on bases or whatever neighborhood they're living in so that they can get a bigger support system for themselves as well. Love that. That's wonderful. Well, Autumn, we we are totally inspired. I think it's time for a walk. Right after the show, I'm going for a walk. Thank you so (laughs) much for having me on the call. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll talk to you real soon. And thank thanks for the inspiration and congratulations on your success. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. On the other side of the break, we've got Marcella Stretch returning our good friend Marcella from Parents of Deployed Service Members. And she's not only going to tell us a little more about the PODS group, but she's got another little initiative that they're starting. And I bet she can't wait to tell us about it because it really sounds interesting. So stay tuned. We're on Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Have you been laid off? Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to to team driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Tokyo. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and Robin Boyd's in a downpour, and I'm sitting here in a nice 83 degrees in sunny Southern California. 
We had that nasty humidity last week, and it was 100 degrees, and the humidity was so thick you could cut the air. It was just horrible. And then we had a nice cool Saturday and Sunday, and now we've got this downpour, absolute downpour. See, and I was thinking so. you were just trying to get out of the mommy and me walk that autumn. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd be more than happy. In fact, I've got to go out and pick up my prescription. What I do is I'll walk around our, our store, which is a huge, huge store, and I'll walk around it like five laps, and then I know I've done my mile. a girl. <laughs> I got a funny story to tell you before we bring Marcella on. So this weekend when we were doing the cooking thing, you know, Mm -hmm. mind you, I have not had a problem with ants until the day all these people and kids and we're cooking professionally, you know, at my house. And there was like an inch wide strip of ants going into my pantry. There was another one because my son Zach had put a chocolate cupcake behind the TV. (laughs) And... Well, he's hiding it from his brother. So, but you know, it, they're sugar ants out here. They come, you know, in the high desert. We have these teeny little ants, and they find some sugar. Then they alert the rest of them. I was like a a, a mad woman with a flamethrower and a shop vac. I was armed with spectricide, which I don't normally endorse products that I don't use and love. But this thing kills them like on contact. And I was like. You know, as soon as they die, I was with the shop vac sucking them up off the wall. I did this oh, for a full hour before my guests got here. And then one of the, the mom cooks was like, oh, Sian, you know, you might want to get your house sprayed. You have an ant. And she looks up on the ceiling. There's one ant. And I'm like, if you had – I didn't say this, but if they had seen the infestation <laughs> that was in that kitchen and in that TV room before, nobody would have set foot in the house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a hard dilemma because the more when you have pets and children, you really do have to be worried about what products you use for um, either insecticides or in our other house. When my children were little, we had a very bad poison ivy uh, stretch. And how do you keep kids out of one section of a yard? You know, and I needed to deal with it. And it was so hard because I didn't want to use chemicals. I mean, we had a, we had well water. We had uh, kids running around. It, it was really hard it to is. deal with. Mm. It is. You know, and, you know, when you and I talk, Rob, we solve so many things. And, you know, that's what I love about our friendship. I love about our radio show. I learn so much. And Marcella uh, Stretch, who created this group called Pods on Facebook. And if you have a family member in the service, you need to go to this group. Um, it's parents of deployed service members. And I honestly, if you're an aunt, if you're a grandma, if you're a sister, there's stuff in this group to help. It's a very, very active uh, Facebook group, so I encourage everybody to check it out. But I brought Marcella on today, Rob, because she has just one of the most great ideas. And every time we have a great idea, we just have to pop people, no matter gotta what. Share it. Is. <laughs> gotta share it into the show. Gotta share. Marcella, <laughs> what's your great idea for the week? I just think it's fantastic. Do we Daddy, have Marcella? Hello. There she is. Yes, she is. I'm here. Hi. Hello, Hi. everybody. Welcome. Nice to, nice to be back again. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for having me again as a guest. So what's your great idea? I didn't want to, like, you know, tip You didn't want to spill the beans. I understand. No, no, because I would love no. to take credit for this. It's so good. Yes. And, you know, I was on vacation over the weekend, and the idea just came to my mind. You know, what I was thinking about is battle buddies. You know, all our deployed troops and stateside troops, they have 
you know, a buddy system. You know, where they become good friends to the point they almost become like brothers or sisters to each other. So I said with pods, we need to have battle parents. And there's battle nothing like parents. a battle parent. A battle parent. And a, a battle, battle parent, parent is what? A battle parent is a parent that become friends with each other because their sons are in the same unit together, the same company together. They're actually serving side by side. And these parents, they connect with each other, and they get to share information. It's like one parent might say, have you talked to your son yet? And they're able to exchange information because they know that their son or daughter sees the other troop on a regular basis, and they're able to have that great connection. You know, to be able to have a battle buddy is such a great idea. To have a battle parent is such a great idea because, you know, you're – as a parent, you know, we can be anywhere in the country and your battle buddy son could, could come back in town wherever you are. You know, you could go give him a hug for another mom. I just think I know I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes, and that's the great thing about having a battle parent because, you know, when the homecomings come along, a parent might be too many miles or don't have the time or would like to be at the homecoming but cannot attend for whatever reason. Well, your battle parent would be there. And your battle parent will search for your son or daughter and look for them and say, look, I'm giving you this hug because your mom wanted me to do this for her. Oh, uh, yeah. That's wonderful. And have yeah. you begun organizing some some uh, pa- uh, parent buddies? You know, the organization of the battle parents really came among each other. People mm-hmm. found other parents within the pods group that said, oh, our sons are at the same location or from the same home base, if it's Fort Lewis or Fort Bragg or whatever base they're from, they find out they're together, and then they form a bond because they're in the same unit together. Well, and, and that I friendship just goes for years and years, hopefully, you know, forever. You know, some people say, I found my best friend, you know, through the, the battle part. And to be able to share information, you know, just to be able to say, like, you know, especially, you know, I've seen some posts where both parents are so far away, and they can share their feelings, they can share either joys and their hardships, and not feel so alone. Because we, you know, we talk a lot about on our show about, um, you know, people on deployment and how, you know, they suffer from loneliness and, you know, stress and anxiety and sharing uh, with each other can help that. We look at the family that are home serving stateside, you know, while their loved ones are overseas and how to how to get them together to share. And, you know, this is just such a brilliant idea to get the parents together so that they can share and they can support each other and they can share in the good moments and console each other in the tough moments. You know, Marcella, I think it's just brilliant. Yes. And, you know, I really think so also because you know, you have all your parents in pods, and they're all together, and they're there for each other. But to know that this other parent, son, is right there with your son just makes the experience of going through deployment much more, how can I say, I don't want to say lighter, but it makes it much more personal. Well, and it's well, like, one of the, oh, go ahead, Rob. 
I was mm-hmm. just going to say that it, it's um, it's so comforting to be able to sort of open up your heart to someone else who's in the same situation. It, it's all well and good for you to talk to someone at church or talk to somebody at the PTA meeting or whatever. They're not going to have that same understanding. And some days you're going to need that extra hug because you're worried or you've got a funny feeling or geez I just I, I just miss them so darn much and I can't give them a hug but at least if you've got that other person there to say I know I know I'm feeling the same thing at least you, you're not yes and you know what Robin and Sandra, out, of, out there <laughs> Robin and Sandra I started the conversation on Saturday and so far between Saturday and now 61 comments on that one topic has came across the um, group page and that's what's so comments in that short length of time. Group. That's what's so amazing about your group. Every single comment that goes on your on this Facebook page, there is somebody right there giving you a raha or giving you I understand or let me give you this information. It's a wonderful group, Marcella. Yes, and you know why it's a wonderful group? Because I have wonderful admins. I must, and I did not do this the first time, but I must give a round of applause to my admins. They are the best admins I ever, I never met none of them, but they are the best. Well, I never met them in person, but we feel like yeah. we know each other and we just are there for each other. And they are the best admins that you can ever ask for. And even my former admins are the best. And, you know, there's Vicki, Gina, and Pam. Um, you know, they will always be my friends, and I will, you know, always be grateful for them because they were my original BPs. We were each other original BPs. Absolutely. And my That's current um, admins are Lisa, David, Debbie, and Nancy, and Evie. They are the BPs for me. They are my BPs. What are wow. their names, Lisa, we call, Davey, Debbie, um, and Evie? Lisa, David, Debbie, Nancy, and Evie. They are my current admins right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put a shout out. What do we got? Vicki, Gina, and Pam were the originals. Then we have Lisa, David, Debbie, Nancy, and Aaron. And that's and Evie. Mm-hmm. Evie. Evie. Sorry. Yeah. I got to blow yeah. a name at least once a show. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and they are the best. They are the, They keep me grounded. They um, give me ideas. They let me know, you know, okay, let's get on point. Let's do this. Let's cover this. Let's, you know, discuss this. And they are very, very helpful. Well, I just think what you guys do as a group is just so amazing. And we've got Kathy in our chat who says she has two sons serving overseas, and she's going to become a battle parent. And thank you, Marcella. I mean, I just think, Marcella, you you rock. This is just so wonderful. I'm so proud to have you on the show. Aren't you, Rob? Absolutely. We want to make sure every – now, we'll go in and remind everyone that the the uh, Facebook group is a closed group. So what you need to do is put your request in. You can search the group by typing in parents of deployed service members into the little search area and connect with them and they will, um, they will get you right in. So uh, it's wonderful, Marcella, and we hope to have you back real soon because you have always so much to share. Thanks yeah, so much thank for you. being here, Marcella. Thank you so much again for having us. 
Uh, coming up after the break, we've got a few seconds before the break, we've got Joyce Faulkner coming on. And regularly, Joyce Faulkner is here with our Writer's Corner uh, from Military Writers Society of America. But today, she's going to be telling us a little bit about her new book titled Wind Shift. And on her website, I am reading a review of it already by another author, Kathleen Rogers, saying it is sweeping, riveting, one of the best novels she has read in years. So we'll have to hear all about it right after the break on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job of the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and I want to thank Autumn Arnold for her wellness tip today. If you missed this segment, please check us out on iTunes. You can go to toginet.com. You can also go to militarymomtalkradio.com, and she encouraged us to form our own Mommy and Me groups or our Battle Buddy Parent groups to get out and exercise. We had Marcella Stretch on, and she is the uh, head, she's the brain, she's the beauty behind Pods, Parents of Deployed Service members. You can check them out on Facebook. You guys should sign up, become a member. It's free. You do need to, um, it is a closed group, which means you can't just sign up and be automatically admitted, but it is a wonderful, wonderful group. And now we have Joyce Faulkner. And Joyce comes to us as El Presidente of a Military Writers Society of America. So you would think because she gives us lots of writers, we'd be predisposed to liking her book. <laughs> but I actually read it. I read it from cover to cover, and it was fantastic, and it had such a unique topic. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to listen to Joyce tell it herself. Joyce, welcome. Well, hello. How are you? Hey, we got some Southern Bells on the show today. Where, where do we know where Marcella's like calling in from? I'm not sure we know where she is from. And Joyce, where are you calling in from? Well, I'm calling from Pittsburgh, but of course, you know I'm from Fort Smith, Arkansas, originally. So That's right. You're Arkansas. <laughs> That's, all. That's it. <laughs> I just love the accent. So, all right. Tell us about your book. Okay. Well, it's called Windshift, and it's a novel about the women's service, uh, air service pilot of World War II. They call them WASP, and uh, essentially, this was a group of folks. Um, who decided that they wanted to participate and they wanted to support the war effort, and they uh, already had pilot license or uh, were pretty close to it. Uh, most of them were college graduates. They had a lot of time in the air, and uh, they were uh, brought together by Jack Cochran, to, uh, who was a very famous uh, aviatrix of the uh, 1920s and 30s. And also, she owned a uh, cosmetics company called Wing, uh, and she uh, put together this group with Hap Arnold, who was the head of the Air Force at the time, or the Army Air Force, uh, and the ladies were not really military. They weren't considered military, which is another part of the story, but they uh, actually ferried aircraft from the plants where they were being built to the edge of the continent, if you will, where a male pilot would then pick up the plane and take it to the aircraft carrier or take it to uh, a uh, company unit that needed the plane. Uh, they also did, uh, they towed uh, targets for uh, the artillery. Uh, young people who were learning to shoot uh, would shoot at this big banner as they towed the, the banner in the plane, so it was a fairly dangerous occupation. Uh, and they also did uh, uh, test piloting, and they also did uh, uh, practice uh, aerial combat so that uh, pilots preparing to go to war had somebody to duel with. So they were really uh, an amazing group of women, as you can imagine. And so uh, when I was coming up, uh, I wanted to go to engineering school, and the first time that I tried, uh, my counselor said, well, you know, that's not really for girls. 
And uh, I actually kind of uh, thought that was, you know, okay, I gave it a try. Uh, knowing about these women, though, made me try again. And I thought later on, after I had gotten my engineering degree, how cool it was that they did that. They, were, they just did this when country wasn't cool. They actually got out there and they thought through the social issues associated with it. So I decided I'd write a book about it. And I originally thought maybe I would just write a, a history uh, of the event. But I went to see Titanic. Remember the movie Titanic? Mm, yeah. You know, I, my husband and I, from the time that we got together when I was 17 years old, we were Titanic buffs. You know, the history of it. He's an engineer. I'm an engineer. We were very excited about, you know, when they found it uh, after so many years and the going down in the submersibles. And, and then they made the movie of it. And we were very excited about the movie. And, you know, we were, they had the gimbal where they set it up. We were very excited about it. And I had read everything there was to read about the Titanic. But when I got to the movie, I looked around. And there were all these young people there that probably had never heard of the Titanic before, but they were becoming engaged because of the story of Rose and Jack. And they became interested, and they knew about this historical event because of this, this wonderful movie. So I thought, well, maybe what I ought to do is write something that would inspire people that would hopefully get people to think beyond what society gives us and to reach beyond our own expectations. And so what I did, there were, oh, close to a 1,000, well over 900 watts, and, of course, a story with every one of them. And uh, what I did was I boiled it down to four characters, uh, Shirley, Emmy, Mag, and um, Dolores. And I told all of these various stories within these four characters, uh, at least the, the, as many as I could. And it's uh, the kind of thing that when you read it, I, I hope you feel at the end that, you know, they have opened doors for us. They opened doors that, that I just went through. Uh, I didn't have to kick it open. It was already there, uh, simply because of the work that they did. Uh, the other thing that is really cool about it is that so few of us were ever in an environment where, I mean, we've been in war, I've been in war most of my life, there's been a war somewhere, but never in my lifetime have we all gone to war. I mean, we've been in war for 10 years and my taxes haven't even gone up. I haven't had to ration anything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in support, it was really kind of interesting to go back and, and write about that whole effort, which is very different than uh, what, we, what we do today. Uh, well, you and know, these women, Joyce, they weren't really acknowledged for their role. You know, I told my dad when I was reading your book, I was telling him about it. And he says, oh, yeah. He's like, I think they, you know, flew supply planes. They moved aircraft. And, you know, when I look at the book Military Fly Moms that's come out, which is endorsed by your organization, uh-huh. how far we've come. Yes. 
It, it's amazing how far we've come. Uh, for example, these ladies would, uh, one of my favorite stories is that the men had always had a, a relief valve or a, a urine relief tube in the plane from the 1920s on. Well, this was in the 1940s, and these ladies would have to stop. They have to land to go to the bathroom. And because they were wearing slacks, sometimes they couldn't go into town. Uh, they couldn't get a sandwich. Uh, they couldn't stay there very long because they had the double social whammy of, of being pirates for the government, which uh, the locals couldn't quite comprehend. And they were also wearing slacks. <laughs> Something as simple as that, though, girls today would have no clue why that was what that was so difficult. Why couldn't they go in and have a sandwich? (laughs) Especially because half of them aren't even wearing pants these days. Have you seen those little short shorts they wear? They're like underwear. Exactly. It's like they have no idea what it used to be like. Uh, So I thought this would be a fun way of uh, reminding those who who might have some idea about it but also uh, introducing this part of history to uh, those that don't remember it and, and grew up in a different environment. And that, um, chronicling that, that's perfect. That's it's so important, Joyce, is that you're chronicling an era that the next generation has no clue of. And there weren't a lot, like Sandra's saying, there's not a lot having been written or spoken about these women. And so it's so valuable on many levels. Well, I hope so. And, and to support the book, what I've done is I have a Facebook page, and it's Facebook slash Windshift by Joyce Falker. And on that page, every day from now until the till I've got it all out there, I'm putting the background story for mm-hmm. uh, Windshift. So all the little bitty things that uh, were in the background, uh, like last week I posted one about um, Violet Cowden. And uh, I used Violet Cowden as her physique, at least, for a model for one of the characters, Shirley, who was very tiny and petite. Fantastic lady, Violet Cowden. And uh, I have uh, a little interview that she did for the uh, History Project. And then I have a link of her at 93, uh, skydiving. Oh, how sweet. (laughs) Is that cool? I mean, that is she, amazing. Yeah, it is just such a different thing, you know. And uh, I thought that would give people a chance to go out and say, "Okay, the book makes you in, hopefully." But yeah. you know, if you go out to the website to the to the Facebook page, you'll see the background information. Well, Joyce. Um, Shift uh, by Joyce Faulkner. Did I say that right? That's correct. That's correct. Great. Great. And you'll be back next week. We'll talk a little bit more about writing and why it is so important to be writing. Uh, thanks, Joyce. Care. You're awesome. Next week, also joining us is going to be Harry Leibowitz. He is um, 
the founder of World of Children, and they are an international advocacy charity for children. Gee, Sandra, did this show fly or did this show fly? Gone, just gonzo, <laughs> so fast. Well, I'm sending you a hug, San, and uh, remind everybody to find us on iTunes, find us on Toganet's show page for us here, and our website, Military Mom Talk Radio. For Sandra, this is Robin Boyd. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Have a good one.